Welcome to More Than a Cake Stall, Season 2, Grace Origins. I'm your host, Sylvia Sue, and this season, we hope to help you prepare your heart for the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. We'll be dropping two episodes a week in December, reflecting on the grace origins of Jesus's origin story, the women in his distant lineage, his mother and aunt, and the prophetess who met him in his infancy. May these stories compel your heart to worship and adoration. Thanks for joining us. It's probably the most famous teen pregnancy in the history of humanity. The quiet life of a village girl interrupted when an unexpected visitor, an angel in fact, comes to her town. Not the infantile, adorable, red-cheeked cherubs that occupy the collective imagination, but a terrifying, holy angel who must constantly remind those he visits, do not be afraid. And of course, she was afraid. The angel told her that she was favoured. God had shown her favour. He was, in fact, pouring blessings over her because Mary, a child herself, was about to conceive a child. Although she was betrothed to Mary, Mary was still a virgin. How could this be? We talk a lot about the virgin birth because it is at the crux of our Christian faith. It is grace, the moment the holy, untouchable, invisible God becomes human, touchable, visible. It is God's grace to humanity, his kindness to a people so desperately in need of a king to lead them, a Messiah to redeem them. And the virgin birth helps us understand that regardless of how righteous Mary and Joseph were, or how royal their lineage, they were still not good enough to bring the Saviour into the world. No, Jesus' coming is the work of God alone. He chose the time, he chose the place, and he chose Mary as his vessel. What incredible grace, a gift undeserved, not only to Mary but to all of creation. To Mary, God showed incredible grace. Mary's incredible faith that she believed and humbly submitted to God's plan is a gift of grace. Mary's great faith is demonstrated in her song of praise. Mary's Magnificat is a song of great faith and theological truth. There is no stereotyping this teenager as an uneducated farm girl. This beautiful, God-glorifying song is full of scripture. In the short 10 verses that contain her song, there are over 15 references to Old Testament scripture. Mary believes God's promises are true. They were forefront in her mind and written in her heart. And she has faith that God will keep his promises. In her song, Mary declares, From now on, All generations will call me blessed. And we do. We must call her blessed. Not just because she had the privilege of carrying Jesus in her womb. We call her blessed. And not just because she nursed, held 
and kissed the precious face of God. We call her blessed, and not just because she raised the Son of God, caring for him, providing for his needs, and loving him as only a mother can. No, we call Mary blessed because she received the gift of faith through grace. And in doing so, she received the blessing. Not the blessing of being called the mother of God, but the blessing of being the loved daughter of God. Not the blessing of having the Son of God in her womb for a season, but the blessing of the Spirit of God dwelling in her for a lifetime. Later, in Luke's Gospel, a woman, after hearing Jesus' teaching, cries out, Blessed is the woman who gave birth to you and nursed you. Of course, Jesus agrees. His mother was blessed, but he clarifies. Blessed, rather, are those who hear the word of God and obey it. And so we too receive this abundant gift of grace when we hear the word of God and obey it. We receive faith through God's grace, and in doing so, we also receive the blessing of our sins forgiven, being called loved children of God. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it.